Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to freedom. Welcome to a space of belonging. This is the Ash and Ivy Show. My name is Riley, and I'm totally geeking out to be here with you. I am challenging you to know your identity, find God's voice in your story, and give your life as a gift to the world. You have a voice and a message that only you can give. So let's do the divine work and make God visible through our lives and be in awe of what life is all about. It is such a tumultuous time in the world. Every day is filled with so much tension, so many things to worry about. And this weekend marked the 20th anniversary of 9-11, when our country quite literally came tumbling down. I'm sure you remember where you were if, if you're old enough. I was standing in the UCF College Library in Orlando, Florida, and then went home to my apartment and watched the news unfold for the rest of the day. I'm sure you did something similar. The effects of that day have lasted 20 years, 20 years. And it certainly impacted our personal family. My dad was in the Air Force and, you know, as we watch uh, documentaries and different things, it still feels tender as, as we see families continue to grieve that impact. And it was shocking. It was heartbreaking. And yet here we are 20 years later fighting so many more wars over things within our country. It shatters me. I know you feel the weight of that too. We're all just consumed thinking about Afghanistan, the impact of hurricanes and fires, abortion debates, political wars, the fight for equality, and it's all worth our time. It's it's definitely something that needs our attention, but we also have to recognize a need for rest. We must fight hard for our rest. Because in the rest, we know God's comfort, his peace, and his wisdom, his wisdom. Truth comes from God's word, and that's it. His Bible, his word, his living, breathing word that is for us. And there is nothing more important than advocating and loving in the world from a place rooted in truth and a place rooted in rest and time with the Father. And so we can definitely diligently engage in the current battles and issues, but I continue to advocate for relationship with the Creator because He sustains all of it. He is the healer for all of it. Jesus Christ is the good news. And today we're gonna just continue to plunge into more story, more life-giving conversation. Okay, you ready for that? So, so excited that you're here, so excited that we get to spend time with you, and, you know, I started writing and realized that I went all of season one without finding the right moment for sharing my own story, which is funny because this space is all about being your authentic self. I want to be your me too girl, you know her, the one who will say the hard thing and you just get to say, me too, me too. So I knew the right time would come and I I really wasn't worried about it, but that time is now, right now. Are you excited? I totally am. I totally am. (laughs) And maybe at the same time, kind of not, if I'm honest. It can be super overwhelming to show up vulnerable and expose yourself, but the fun part for real. It's telling about how God showed up. It is. It's, it's, 
the healing part. That's the good news. And so when I learned that God is my story and he spoke the words, I am all over every detail of my life, past, present, and future, my perspective flipped y'all flipped like completely changed because those words, I am your story. I am. And God, it's kind of like he stomps in and says, I got this. And he just covers it. Um, it'll change you. I'll tell you what. So I, I don't love or feel like it's necessary to flaunt all the juicy parts, the drama of my story, because the power and the goodness is in the healing. And so that part of the story is what offers the listener. It's what offers you. And honestly, when I revisit my story, it's what offers me new life again and again and again. That is the good news. So guess what? Registration for the Rewrite Your Story course is open. Woo! I hope you're sharing with me. This is going to be an incredible time together in a group coaching setting. It's live. Oh my gosh. It's live weekly meetings on Zoom with me. And we will just start your journey. This is about you. This is your chance to jump in uh, and change the narrative of your mind and the way you see your story. And so it's exciting. I believe when you search for God in your story, you will find him. Seek and you will find. That literally means look for him, do something, move, write, explore, right? Dig, dig it up, dig up the treasures and you'll find them in amazing ways. You will uncover how he pursued you and showed up for you the way he comforted you or protected you in your own story. I cannot say it enough. Like I feel it so big when you know God in your own story, you know, God, if you know him only in my story, then you just know my God. But if you want to know God for yourself, you need to see him in your own story. So in the course, I go into a few more details about my own experience. I kind of model what happened to me. And I also give you step-by-step -step guidance on how to explore your own story. And so, you know, it, it probably feels a little daunting. Yeah, nod your head. I get it. I get it. It's daunting for me. I get it. And especially for those who aren't writers, because we are using writing as a tool but you don't have to be a writer, okay? This is not a course for writers. This is a course for women who want to be warriors, women who want to pass down better things to their families and use their story for good in the world. And um, I think that's your responsibility. It is your, your way of sharing life. And so it's your way of creating and making paths. And, and it's just so, so good. So your story needs to be shared. And guess what? I truly believe you are ready. You are ready. If you feel the spirit resonating in your heart and this longing to grow, then this is for you. This is your chance to make a move. Hey, be brave. Be that kind of girl who makes the first move, right? Yeah, so I really do wish we could all do it together with chocolate cake and just solid quality time. But um, you know what? Truly, for real, I've have actually fallen in love with Zoom. I I believe it can be a really sweet atmosphere. I like it a lot. Plus, you don't have to even wear a bra. Like, 
at all. You can wear whatever you want. Um, and unlike the weirdness of the podcast where you're just listening to me, wah, 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 this, this is a time when we get to see each other's faces, like face to face. And I want that so bad. I want it. So listen, my website, ah, doing a little dance. My website link is in the show notes, or you can get to it by going to theashenivy.com theashenivy.com like it's legit y'all it's legit I just have to take a second to brag big time on my sister she has worked endlessly on my site and it is gorgeous it's so pretty I'm amazed by her skills girls got talent she's a super hard worker I'm just really like over the moon proud of her mostly I'm just giddy that I got to be spoiled by her and got to spend quality time with her. And, um, it's just the best. It's like, I don't even, I can't even talk like the best, the best. Um, she's so wonderful. As always, y'all I'm available. Just hit me up. Let's chat on Facebook, Instagram. Let's get chocolate cake, like holler anytime. All right, let's jump into today's fire. I am so excited. Anytime I sit in this chair and turn on the mic and I just have this really precious little nook in the house. It's at the top of the stairs. It's kind of a surprising little office space, but such a little gift for me. And I love this space. It's become a really sacred little sweet space. And um, I just get not overwhelmed with nerves, but overwhelmed with the goodness of who God is and his loving kindness and the way he faithfully shows up every time. I love the space. I love the space that it makes for women and the way that I know his spirit is resonating across cars and radios and earbuds and it's just exciting. It's really, really my favorite thing to share God's truth. And I can't get enough of it. And so I just sit here for a moment and I'll try to put language to it. But I just always kind of sit here with a lump in my throat like I get to do it again. I get to tell you again what it is that God has poured in for you. And so... um I just try to make sure that I'm um, cognizant of his presence and just pray, like just pray that he would show up, that the anointing would be felt, that he would touch you and be close to you in every place that you are. And just that I would, um, that I would not say anything or do anything or let nerves or or just whatever it is that can interfere with the goodness and and not much can because he's good but i i just try to enjoy the presence i guess and and just not take it for granted and not rush through but really savor it and so i'm excited i'm excited to be here in this moment with you I'm excited to share what God has done in my life. The truth is my story was daunting for so, so long. Just a magnificent, huge giant in my life. A secret, a darkness that quite literally controlled me. And I, I didn't realize exactly that that was happening at the time. It was sneaky. 
but it kept me small. And that was its role. That's what darkness does. And so looking back, I can see how that giant robbed my life of so much pleasure. Um, For example, if I was at a table full of chatty women, just women having a good time and talking and all of the things that women do, and someone brings up or brought up divorce or someone getting pregnant outside of marriage, I would literally shrink into my chair and become silent just completely voiceless. And so even though I told myself or and wanted to be, I, I told myself I was authentic and I felt like a genuine friend. I loved my friendships. I couldn't, the, the problem is I couldn't be my true self because I had secrets that paralyzed me. I did have this inner rule. Um, I don't know, good or bad, but I had this rule that I would share the information. I would share my life. I would share that information to anyone who it was applicable to. And that did happen a few times. Um, and I will add like guarding your story in and of itself is not a crime. Like that is not a crime. We do not need to live our life, our mistakes, whatever it is on display. No, but keeping darkness bound in your heart will never allow you to walk in freedom. It will create a shame face that's talked about in Psalm 34. Uh, and girls, like, we don't want shame face, do we? Like, ooh, ooh. so I'll talk about this another time, maybe. But <laughs> so in Psalm 34, in the Passion Translation, it talks about um, walking in shame face. And it always makes me bust out laughing because I cannot help it. I think it might as well say RBF, right? Like I'm pretty sure they're one and the same. And so if you don't know what I mean, you're just gonna have to Google it. And maybe I'll talk more about this later. But basically your face is not um, free. It's not full of joy. It's not bringing freedom to others. It's not inviting others in, right? And so shame makes you small. It makes you unavailable. It steals your voice and your impact. And so my identity was wrapped and tangled in webs of lies, and that prevented me from walking in truth and goodness, right? And so I know that's harsh. I know it's hard. But, you know, as I've grown personally, my story doesn't quite feel like the giant that it did before. And, and so sometimes it can feel a little bit not so daunting, but more like, why did I make this such a big deal? Because if I were to tell it play by play, you might say, oh, that's no big deal. Like that happened to me or yeah, that happens to everybody. I, I don't know what you would say. My story doesn't deserve to be on a talk show or a soap opera <laughs> well, I mean, maybe a little, maybe a little bit. There were some juicy moments, but, but overall, overall people go through much worse. Okay. And I get that. My point is that the giants in my life don't have to be justified or compared to someone else's, right? Like I know, I know we love a good headline. Like Google is expert at making you click, right? We want the drama. We want to know what, what's that. Um, and I might need a good headline for all this mess. I, you know, I don't know. It's reality that we like to hear other people's stories because it makes us feel better about our own or it, it makes us go, oh, well, that's not so bad. 
But this is fact. The need for healing and rescue is universal. So not one of us is immune, and there is space for each life represented. We get to sit with each other. We get to sit and make space for each person who lives and feels and experiences their situation without comparing it to another situation. You are you don't have to be justified for how you feel about your own story. And so I love that when we do sit in that space with your neighbor, with your sister, with someone else, we learn so much about humans and what we have in common, right? Truth, we all feel moments of loneliness, isolation, guilt. We also all long for love, acceptance, safety, right? We all are seeking out truth and fulfillment and happiness, frankly, all in the wrong places. I don't know why, like, why do we do that? But we're looking for this God who maybe is a little bit hard to find at times until you have the tools to find him or see him. Um, But until we can find that he is our rescuer and the completion of every missing piece, we're going to keep looking. And so that's universal. We can take comfort no matter the details of your story, how dramatic they are, how boring they are. The human condition requires the same healing, maybe of different, you know, differing degrees, but the same healing. And yes, you know, of course, we're going to grab that headliner because we just can't not click. We're human and that's okay. But no matter how big, no matter how small, dramatic, boring, there is space for you, your life, your feelings, no justification required. And we are going to slay those lousy, rotten, stealing jerk giants together because love wins. Love always wins. Always. It's good. All right. So let's see. So every person, speaking of humans and just how amazing, like every single person who shared in this space last season taught me to be just in giant awe and wonder of life because like life is not exactly fragile because golly, aren't humans incredible? Like so resistant or not resistant, resilient. Um, but, but at the same time, life is delicate, right? Because it should be, it's such a gift and to live in this adventure. And we have this common longing for life filled with love and safety. And we want, we're designed to want what's good and true. Unfortunately, we've probably learned along the way that life doesn't just fall in our lap. Quite the opposite, right? Like none of us, I don't think, are where we thought we would be. No one's life just happens the way we thought it would and just everything falls into perfect place. No, like we, we have things, we face things that are unexpected. We have struggles, we have hurts, we carry wounds, we have shadows, darkness. It's also heavy. And truthfully, I think most of us just think that's normal. We go through it alone. We just say, oh, that's just who I am. And we live with it. We stuff it in. We suck it up. I, I feel like I'm talking about my stomach. I'm not. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Despite all the stuffing and sucking, (laughs) sorry, we still crave something more. And this is where it gets good because 
that is not the end. All of those struggles and hurts are not the end. That more, that big, meaningful life that you long for, first of all, is possible. It's possible. Also, it requires relentless labor, relentless labor to have the more of life. We must pursue truth. That is the straight and narrow, and very few are willing to walk in it. But I know that you are relentless, relentless for goodness, relentless for rest, relentless for truth, and you're showing up. That's why you're here today. And so I think I just long to share story because it makes that hope so tangible. It says that the other side really is amazing. The reward for seeing life is so glorious. It's filled with freedom. The air is lighter there. The mind is quieter. The body is rested and the future is full, right? And so instead, like instead of hiding our humanity and locking onto perfection and false identity, I just want to say, I'm going to unload my humanity and you get to say me too, because we can let go of perfection. Right now, today, we can let go of perfection, we can talk about our journey, and we can step into truth today. All right? Good stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, a couple years ago, not that long ago, I went to breakfast with a friend who asked, I mean, so many stinking questions, like a lot of questions. And we were in this adorable small breakfast joint on the square of the most precious town in America. I have deep love for it. And the setting was intimate and beautiful and smelled good. But let me tell ya, our table was anything but light and easy. She was asking question after question and just so many probing, digging questions. Like, Listen, I mean, if you know me at all, I am all about deep conversation. I genuinely like, I can't talk. I genuinely crave authentic relationship. Uh, Y'all, my hands are going crazy right now. I know you cannot see them and I hope they're not making lots of noise and distracting you, but I must be like super like either into it or nervous or something because my hands are all over the place. But listen, we're at this table and this is what happened. My mom was also there. And this friend who I adore is asking all these things that I had never spoken of aloud, never, and most certainly didn't want to talk about in front of my mom, right? Like so extremely awkward, somehow miraculous in the midst of that breakfast, God whispered an invitation that changed my life. And I'm so thankful I heard it. Uh, He invited me to like, take a look at those things that she was asking me about. Take a look, like literally get in your car, drive and go and look at them. Okay. Okay. And so I felt this beckoning to revisit the people from my past, like people who I loved and people who loved me, But, you know, when you're in a tumultuous time, you kind of isolate um, for survival. And that's normal. It's okay to hunker down. It's okay to cling to the ones who God's just put in your immediate circle for that season. I love how he does that. We do not have responsibility to anyone 
to live our life on display or be vulnerable or transparent. No, like you get to be who you are with the one that's with you for that season. And that is okay. So I don't feel bad about that part. But at this point in my journey, it was time to include those people and set some details straight and and that kind of thing. And so actually what I thought was happening, I thought God was giving me a way to practice my story because like I've told you probably several times, my lifelong desire was to tell my story with music. And that's just a dream that has persisted despite the fact that I lived a story I didn't want to tell. And so anytime I would think about my story and what I thought it was, I mostly would just sob and cry and feel bad about it. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. And so it was time for me to get it together. I needed to get it together. And so within a very short time, I booked a trip down to the beach where I used to live. I met with a friend to basically unload on her. And it was really cool how just the timing worked out. Her husband was just out of town those couple days, and I just slid right in, filled up all her time. It was amazing. And um, that moment, I'll never forget it. It was so... It was so broken. I'm trying to even put words to it. It was so broken. And yet, I've never felt freer. God is a mysterious God. That is a strange concept. Okay. But in that space, I just apologized for my feelings as a friend. I told her my version of the story. I filled in any details of what maybe she had missed. Um, and she came She sat right in front of me, knees to knees, her knees to my knees, leaned in so close and just spoke life over me, completely filling me with new identity. This is what I'm learning. First, I had to pour out the old, right? First, I laid down every ounce of shame and regret and ugly And that's when the miraculous happened. She filled that empty space with a new truth, new life, new identity. This is why we talk about our life. We bring it to the light. We expose the darkness. We have the power to shatter the untruths, no matter how convinced we are that they are true. If it is not serving you and giving you life, then it is not from God. God gives, God only gives good gifts that fill with hope. That's it. And so if it does not line up with that, we need to to seek that out seek out the truth, recognize the lies. The enemy is master, a master of lying, and our minds are scrambled with half-truths and convincing identities that serve absolutely no more purpose than to steal your future. This is why I invite you over and over and over again to movement. Move your life. Stir it up. Speak the truth. Confess the old. Dig. Dig into the truth. 
dig into the goodness and move. Don't become stagnant in what you think has always been, what who you think you are, because there is so much more available. Who you are is exquisite and adventurous and full of life and full of wonder and full of creativity and ideas and love for the people around you. And that can be who you are. All right. All right. So it's time to make the first move, girls. If you resonate with this and long for more, I invite you to join me in the Rewrite Your Story course. It's six weeks. It's powerful. It's full of goodness. It is just straight from my heart and the goodness of God to you. And frankly, I think it'll be the most fun. I cannot wait to be with you face to face. And I just am in like glowing and excited to share it and um, just share all that God has done on my journey. And so jump in, check it out at theashenivy.com and I'm cheering for you.